Welcome, guys. How are you? Yeah. Good. Pretty good. Uh, this is another episode of ITASA podcast. Today we're COVID series. It's yeah, it's uh, part of the chill <laughs> sessions. Um, I'm kind of sick. Got a bit of a weird, not COVID. Um, got a bit of a sure. weird uh, mouth, throat, swollen glands kind of thing. No one wants to know that. Probably just so if you, I hear, you know, you hear it. I sound weird, Sean. That's why I said that. Um, they're drinking kombucha. It's uh, lemon and elderflower, which is delicious. Lots is that vegan? Live cultures up in here. Oh, so you're killing something. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't really have anything <laughs> vegan because is it vegan? Something is dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never really understood why it's fine to just kill like a plant. It's still alive, well, right? I guess it doesn't have the same central nervous system and emotive. But that's range. just not proven yet. Maybe but people say when they, they talk to their plants that they respond. Yeah. Well, according to some of like the more hippie science, even water molecules have like feelings and stuff. Like if you yell at a little like tub of water, <laughs> fuck you. So that yeah, hurt. If, if you yeah, it was like this, it was like this, this Japanese. It was this Japanese um, study or whatever that they had like different vials of water, and then they would like. Positively reinforce one, <laughs> negatively reinforce the other, and like a men- uh, like physically and uh, verbally <laughs> abuse the other one. It's like <laughs> physically, he's punching water. <laughs> but the um, uh, what is it? The the results, or whatever. They look at under a microscope, and like the the mole- molecular crystalline structure of it was like different for each thing. I so. love that. What the hell? That's crazy. Abused water. <laughs> what the- so yeah, water has feelings. Wow. So, like, water that goes through the washing machine, that's, like, really mentally fucked up. Probably. <laughs> uh, was it, according to some of them as well, um, water has memory. So, water can, like, remember stuff throughout its entire, like, life span. Okay, so if what? You're, what if you're toilet water? Is that the lowest of the low? Probably. It's <laughs> I would imagine so, right? <laughs> that's not Jeez. a good memory. No. Wow. <laughs> That's so fascinating. Is this Japanese culture? <laughs> no, it's like just weird hippie, oh, okay. um, new age science stuff. <laughs> science. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to research this later. So yeah, what we want to do today is just like talk nonsense, um, talk about some of the stuff that's going on um, in the film and TV world. So obviously um, most productions of been shut down for months. Um, Neighbours just started shooting again. Oh, really? Mm. So I don't know how, how exactly it works. <laughs> I was talking to Sean about it, that like the idea that like every scene has like the classic um, soap opera style, like turn away and talk out the window mm. move just so they can keep the actors separated and not speaking in each other's faces. Because <laughs> I wonder if they'll be doing like, if they're trying to keep 1.5 metres away, if they're going to do like a whole bunch of like long lens stuff, like they just have all the people really far apart, but because they frame it in a certain way, it makes yeah. them look like they're closer together. Yeah, that's a good Maybe. trick too. But I thought you can't do any like love scenes or anything. Like, you could anything. just have a whole episode where everyone's like on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> no one even like calls anymore, so it's so unrealistic. I wonder how long it's going to take for them to have an episode where it's going to be like the, COVID the episode, like a yeah. COVID episode. Like mm. if it's, now, if I try to do one now, it'd be like too soon. But then, <laughs> how far in the future? Till it's all news. Yeah, till Pandemic it's like no one cares. Ramsey Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Poor old Harold won't make it. <laughs> Actually, is he still around? 
Surely, right? I've never, I haven't seen it for like 20 years. I think I've like seen like one episode once. So you just know the vibe of it. I know the vibe What's of it. What's the American equivalent? Is there any like daytime uh, soaps? There's no night there, one. There are. There's a bunch of different American ones. I know Bold and the Beautiful is like the main one. Mm, but, but that's like, like in the Arvo, right? Like here? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like a prime Days time. Days of Our Lives is another one? Yeah, Days of Our Lives. There's like, uh, there's a whole bunch that were like earlier on that sort of died off that my grandma used to watch, <laughs> but I can't remember them. What about Murder, She Wrote? That's some good video. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, a bit more, <laughs> that's a bit more of a classic one. Like, that's, that's a bit yeah. more watchable than Neighbours. Yeah, because yeah, sure. it's like the hour structure, like, mystery. Yeah, and it's got, like, murder mystery themes in it, <laughs> instead of just being, like, stupid yeah, neighborhood like drama. Over-the-top yeah, yeah. melee drama, yeah. It is odd that soaps, like, are, like, still relevant. So it's only mm-hmm. Neighbours that's going back. A Home and Away is still off. I I'm not sure. I just saw about Neighbours. I don't well, know. Well, the beaches are closed, so Home and Away just can't. Yeah, they need it. a lot of beach Or they shots. could. <laughs> they have like a lot of really empty beaches. They could do like a real, <laughs> real neat like post-apocalypse. If they're allowed to be on there. Yeah. Yeah, true. That would be like, cool. Couldn't they just cut to a lot of stock footage they've shot over 30 years <laughs> of surfing and stuff? <laughs> I mean, like surely they would have a time. massive backlog of stuff, especially like maybe borrow some footage from like Bondi Rescue and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that relates. <laughs> Bondi Vet, you mean? No, no Bondi Rescue, the, the beach one where they had like all these different B-roll shots of yeah, the, the lifeguards and stuff. And there's yeah. just like Japanese tourists just drowning. Like, <laughs> It does happen. Most yeah. of the Australian, um, I guess, reality TV show things like Border Patrol, um, what is it, Bondi Rescue, and a few of the other ones, it's basically just minorities getting into trouble with mm. various things. Either they're like Asians drowning or Chinese people getting like deported for trying to bring in <laughs> yeah, all these like weird medicine. Yeah, they bring like old stinky fish or something and you're like, what the fuck did you bring this for? You can't bring this. Well, yeah. it probably wasn't stinky when they took it. <laughs> yeah, well, they should probably know about fermentation. I don't know. This is the whole topic of... <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed how like it's suspiciously quiet. Um, the like Border Patrol episode around <laughs> the whole COVID stuff. Like no one's... I wonder if it's going to be a feature maybe later on. Where they're going to be doing like bio- temperature checks because they always have like this real anal retentive biosecurity thing of like oh if you bring in like a seed then you're going to get like a thousand dollar fine and stuff whereas like mm. if you bring in like a deadly disease or a virus <laughs> yeah you can just walk through <laughs> yeah it's harder to check where they can just like physically go this is this seed that's the thing mm. and because of COVID like that um, two week window where you could have it and not know that's the problem that's yeah. what made it so like worldwide like problem like that suddenly mm. it was already there you know it was too late mm. i mean we championed early lockdown as a podcast and no one listened to us i don't know did we i think at the start we were like ah it's not too bad <laughs> no me and monica <laughs> yeah, were saying like how we're gonna be like italy if we don't do anything mm. yeah i was listening to the um when we were editing the that one because we shot that or not shot but like we recorded that a few weeks before italy became super wrecked and I was listening back to it. It was like, ooh, shit. Mm, it's crazy, hey? Yeah, didn't really realize how bad it Although was now America's, like, top the list in terms of most fucked mm. countries, so. A million cases ahead. Well, it's, it's over a million-something cases worldwide. But no, no, America has a million. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think America has a million. The world has, like, three million or something. Yeah, it has a significant so proportion. It's, like, a third of the total cases. That bumped up quick. Yeah. Well, yeah, now you got really those bad. people like rebelling and going out and then getting it. Those hillbillies. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> Which, yeah, all those protests. Aren't That's they, crazy, yeah. Aren't they the ones who also uh, would have been like, oh, yeah, I've got enough guns and ammo and preps and stuff to survive 10 months in a bunker, and now they, like, spend... 10 days in the bunker, yeah. like, I want my freedom! <laughs> like, this sucks. <laughs> I was yeah, hoping I'd get to like shoot looters and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't crazy enough. So they're just like, this is actually just boring. I didn't. Yeah. Now I just miss hooters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the problem. So, Penny, get up on the couch. You're not going outside. It is actually quite surprising how little people have like rioted or done anything like extremely crazy. Like, yeah, it's I guess. Good. I mean, we're in relatively uh, safe, well-put-together countries, so I yeah. would imagine the lesser-developed areas um, or places that have, uh, I guess, not as secure police force and just mm. general stability of infrastructure would be a little bit less fun to be in. Probably mm. Yeah, but safer. like, there hasn't been any big news stories, and media love to hype that, I feel like. I mean, that could also be that they're just not reporting on it because they don't want to... Like make everyone people. else like they want people to be that panicked. doesn't sound like the media at all yeah I but know. i guess they might they not want people to be inside. panicked enough that they're no. buying heaps of shit or like just the yeah the fear level needs to be at a certain amount otherwise if you go over that then people start just rioting in the streets so you need to find there a nice was riots medium. somewhere it'd be on the news here and in america well there's sure. rioting in lebanon yeah so, yeah tripoli's having some real real bad times right now Oh, geez. To do with this specifically, or uh, just to, general... to do with their uh, the country was suffering a bit of an economic collapse prior to this, oh, but no. COVID's kind of just exacerbated that. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, you want it to be like this specific COVID panic. That's what they want. Mm. If there's looters, you know, attacking a pharmacy and just stealing random drugs, that's like the ideal story for the media. You know, mm. where like they can mm-hmm. hype the panic. If they had like a corona well, there's, there's cure, no that would probably happen. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's what happens like, in yeah, Contagion. They all like uh, raid the truck thinking mm. like the cure's in there or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like nothing in there. Mm. <laughs> Which I mean, like maybe when they do eventually get like a proper vaccine that's <clears> been tested and has all the, the stuff for it, then they might be like, if there's like limited supply, there might be a bit of rioting. But I think that's probably but a while away. They wouldn't be, would they? They wouldn't. Uh, announce it till they have like a stockpile right that would be the I mean you'd think so but then Donald Trump kind of just says whatever the hell he wants so if he, <laughs> yeah, true. If he gets wind of like oh yeah we've got like a delivery of vaccines he's like I've had it the vaccine's great <laughs> he'd also it's just like be great, desperate right? to say it so that he looks better like that he, he invented kind of, it yeah like, be like yeah. We, we developed the vaccine first and it's like they've only got like a hundred of them it's like and I've, I've taken them all myself <laughs> I'm super powered now <laughs> he'd probably believe that <laughs> I love how it's just been like he says some stupid shit and then people call him out on it it's like oh no I was being sarcastic you media journalists take it out of context and, and promote fake news it's like well maybe you shouldn't be <laughs> sarcastic during like a press conference <laughs> briefing and he doesn't stick to his speech like if i was the speechwriter, you'd just be like tearing your hair out. and that's when the problems start and then the media hype it because they all hate him and he has such a toxic relationship with them mm. that any chance they get to get each other they do and he wants to get them and they want to get him yeah i guess it's so. like the worst working relationship like yeah. any president has it ever just had seems so petty like at, at some stage you just kind of like Cut your losses. Stop trying to argue with the media. And just like do your job. But they're never going to like treat him fairly. Now it's like got to that point of like. Mm. What was the latest thing that he said that everyone should like inject 
that was, disinfectant. Yeah, that was the, the first one. He's like, can we inject <laughs> disinfectant and like all these things? And they're like, no. Did he actually and, say that seriously? Yeah, in in the pre- like I couldn't find. I tried to find the clip. Was he being sarcastic? Because I was like, surely he didn't actually say this, and I couldn't find a clip of him saying it anyway. Okay, I'm pretty sure it exists somewhere, but yeah, like the the briefing. Yeah, try and find sounds, it. Yeah, it was supposed to be just like I guess he was saying he was asking it as like a sarcastic question. Yeah, right. But. Well, the way that it came across, at least to a lot of people, was as a genuine like thought or like recommendation. <laughs> Maybe he's just talking out loud that he realized, oh no, that sounds so dumb. And he's like, I'm sarcastic. Wouldn't you say that at the time? Be like, look, I'm being sarcastic. We're obviously not going to do that because a whole bunch of other companies had to come forward and be like, please do not inject bleach or. To be honest, do we want to stop them? Not really. I mean, if someone's like, going to do that, they need to yeah, be. Yeah, but the president dead. of the United States. They need to States be out of the way of the other it. people with the brain cells. <laughs> Let them go. I think we should announce every day that bleach does cure it and kill off all the dumbest people. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. He just that's not very um, responsible of him. <laughs> Has he done anything responsible in his that's life? That's probably the main problem. Jesus Christ. Mm. What is this headline of this article? It's really funny. Go. Trump said he takes no responsibility for any <laughs> spike in people using disinfectants improperly. <laughs> improperly. <laughs> He's basically taken no responsibility for any of his actions for 78 years. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Illinois said they experienced a significant increase in calls to poison control following oh the God. president's statement. That's crazy. That's why he shouldn't. He can't be doing that. He's actually. killing off his own voter base too. It's stupid. Yeah, that's He's got crazy. An election in November. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, depends if they decide to pull that. We'll see. What? Not have an election? Yeah. It, if it's declared as like a state of emergency, then he can Ooh. basically be like, "Yeah, we're not doing an election because it's not safe." That and would be a problem. For yeah, democracy. That's, that's basically street riot worthy. I don't stuff. think he would do it because I think he thinks he can win anyway. Biden's a bit of a lame duck. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he would win anyway, but mm. that could just be a way for him to make sure that it doesn't happen. Unless COVID's still really I feel like bad, he would think well, he can't really, he's like, chickening out, you know? Like, he wouldn't want to be, think, seem to, like, be using it as an Maybe. Excuse. I'm sure he would find a way to spin it in his favor and be like, <laughs> he I'm doing it. does that. <laughs> yeah. He's like the king of spin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, apparently there's, like, a few other, like, Chinese news sources and stuff saying, like, yeah, we probably won't be able to eradicate the virus and stuff, like it's gonna be like a seasonal thing. So mm, I've heard of that like their their worst case too. predictions is like, yeah, this is gonna be ongoing. So mm. hopefully that doesn't eventuate. Yeah, they said that in New York it might come back in the fall again. Well, they're, they're the not like feasibly gonna be able to just shut the the world down every season. Like that's well, yeah, like that's it's basically would uh, in my thoughts would be everyone's just gonna have to go about the thing and then if you get it and you die then you know too bad for you mm. well so. what's the choice you can't just like not live every like like every what three months we have to then <laughs> shut down again like the whole no, well that just wouldn't ever crazy happen. then no. yeah that's mm. never happened before like mm. in the world it's yeah just... well we've never had uh, such a highly infectious disease that stays dormant for so long mm. Mm. but also it's it is a low kill rate like I know you don't want anyone to die ever but it's not likely you're going to die. It's not like it's 25%, you know? Yeah, I mean, if it was like mm. bubonic plague level fatalities where yeah. it's like... Then you just like, I'll just stay inside and yeah. I have no... But if every left. person in the world got it, then 
it would be a substantial amount of deaths. Well, at the moment, the, the death rate in Australia is less than 2%. Yes, yeah, because we've yeah. had pretty good response to it and the number of people mm. that have been infected. Like, we haven't overwhelmed the, the healthcare system. system. So you can mm. care for them. So if the system's in place and we all slowly go through getting it all, getting, you know, and being affected mm. or not, and you can, like, funnel it, then it should stay about the same, which is a low rate. Yeah, but then in yeah. other countries, they have much higher rates. Because they didn't handle it as well. Yeah, like once you get beyond the that level, the whole idea of flattening the curve, once you get above that threshold of what the medical system can support, then you start getting like rapid amounts of people dying because mm. they just don't get, get any. They're getting turned the right, away. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. getting turned away or they're just being like, there's no treatment for them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty bad. So that's different. So that's where the problem for like, third world places they don't have the care they don't have the money to do it mm. so that's where it's more fucked if you just have everything operating as normal way more percentage will die there right like it'll yeah well that's so the whole concept people. of like the herd immunity thing it's like just let everyone get it and then those who survive will be immune to it <laughs> yeah it's mm. pretty crazy but is that actually um like confirmed like that if once you get it then you can, you can get, get it again. again well then that's like, there's been people tested negative and then positive again in china because mm. you could get it once and be fine, and then the next time get it. And but I think if you if you're fine, you're probably gonna be fine again. Yeah. Because you either are immune-ish, like you, you know, have like you have low response, or yeah. you don't. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's so much, uh, I guess, like, misinformation as well as just like contradicting information that it's hard to sort of figure out exactly what the truth is. And I've got a huge question for you, both of you. Mm. How has uh, Mark Sargent and the Flat Earth crew not honed in on flatten the curve as some kind of mixing conspiracy <laughs> theories and like marketing that as their new saying. It's perfect. That is perfect. Like <laughs> it's perfect in a different context. <laughs> flatten the curve. Think about it. Uh, yeah. Well, then that's like, I don't know. Well, apparently there's like, if we're going back into like the... Um, ridiculous conspiracy theory things. <laughs> we um, always are. <laughs> the, uh, what is it? One of the ladies that came into the bottle shop a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a good source of yeah, news. Um, <laughs> she is very much like the people that believe in like the whole QAnon thing. Yeah. Uh, they think that Donald Trump is sending these secret coded messages to the, the woke individuals of the public um, through things like his hand gestures and his like the color of his tie, <laughs> that's Isn't amazing. It always red, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty much always red. Sometimes <laughs> it's pink. It's but yeah. So they're saying like, oh yeah, the color of his tie symbolizes like the message that he's trying to say. And it's like on one of the press briefings, he was wearing like a red tie, and it's like red means on, on like a, a ship or something. Red means like everything's okay or I don't know some I forget <laughs> the exact context 90% of the time yeah I forget <laughs> the full context of it but it was basically like taking all of these different codes from various sources and like weaving them together in this one cohesive thing that they were arguing is like the truth it's so weird because humans look for patterns and stuff yeah they're finding you can just patterns where there are yeah. none mm. we naturally do it and you see patterns in nature and then you want to like find them in your like life or whatever it's weird so why do they think that it's communicating it's well they think it's communicating like the truth so he's not able to say the truth because the mainstream media will manipulate and warp and what is the truth <laughs> tell us the truth that they believe the truth that they believe is the like that covid's a hoax and everything's fine and this is all just like 
an Illuminati conspiracy to like <laughs> put the Democrats back in power or something. They won't win. Um, <laughs> I think the other thing that they believe is like that um, all of the like the Democrats as well as a bunch of like other really rich uh, white people are like in this secret Illuminati ped- like pedophile ring. Oh, they probably trying, are. I wouldn't know, really argue that. Yeah, but then it's like that he's trying to to uh, what is it? Dissolve this like pedophile. Cabal. I like the idea that Trump's the like moral hero of the story. Yeah, yeah. they, really they basically made him the messiah of this like, story. As if he wouldn't have been it. He literally was like in had gone to that guy's part, Epstein's parties with Bill Clinton and all those. They were all the same people. Mm. I wouldn't trust any of them. They're all in the same circle. They literally he was friends with the Clintons like his whole life until they were against each other. And then they're both like, oh, you know, they're a piece of shit. It's like, you're literally the same people. You're all from the same thing of billionaire elites that are, like, manipulating shit. Mm. That's, why, that's why conspiracy theories, um, like, are so easy to get on. Because there is this weird thing of, like, if you're a billionaire-level person, you do, you're almost running in this elite circle of yeah, influence. Like you, if it is true. You if you're influence that wealthy, politics you had, and stuff. Yeah, if you're that wealthy, you would have had to have fucked someone over at least once to get... To that sort of level of wealth. A thousand, yeah. It was funny though, um, funny and a bit sad that um, I think it was the couple of days ago it was uh, his wife's birthday and he was like spent 12 hours or so on Twitter just ranting at people <laughs> about how he didn't say certain things and the media is like, it's had, like ripping the media a new one um, and the media were arguing with him and stuff, but like the whole time spending 12 hours on Twitter <laughs> d- arguing. Someone's like, go see your wife, dickhead. <laughs> That's really depressing. But yeah. Like not once during that 12 hour period, did you see like a happy birthday to my wife and that sort of stuff was just like ranting at people on Twitter. Yeah, that's really bad. Also, he, sh- he really shouldn't just be, like, saying whatever he thinks on Twitter. Like, yeah, someone needs to take his phone away from him. Put him <laughs> Most people who are, like, in the spotlight have someone who runs their social media pages so just for the express purpose that they can't, like, just get up in the middle of the night and, like, write so something stupid. the president has a uh, thing that gets handed over usually from yeah. person to person. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. Obviously, Twitter's quite new, so Obama might have been the first one to have it. Yeah. But it's like called the POTUS or whatever. And he didn't want to use it because he had more followers on his known name. It's like, I don't want to use that shit account. I got this many million followers. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he doesn't even use the official account. Right, yeah. So he's kind of tweeting as himself, as himself not so as the president, so he yeah. can do more crazy yeah, shit, which is also funny. <laughs> still super dumb now. Of course. But um, yeah. So. Have you been watching anything? Have you been binging anything weird, Monica? Uh, not since Tiger King. Oh, um, yeah. That was your last. That was a good trying one. to think of what we've been watching lately, but I've been at work a lot lately, so I don't think I've had much. Uh, we, no, we watched The Witcher. That was really good. Oh, okay. So, Sean, you're playing the game. Yeah, I got the of game. Of one of the Witcher it. games. Yeah, nice. I've got the, yeah, Witcher 3. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. playing that as well. Yeah. I wanted to, I've been searching for a game that, to me, is as good as Red Dead, and I haven't found one. Because I love that. Red so Dead good. too. So. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm. So what's The Witcher in the, in the show? What's the storyline? Give us a pitch. Uh, so it's based off the books that were... I forget what the author's name is, but it's a Polish author. And it's a fantasy, like medieval fantasy sort of setting. Uh, and it's about Geralt, who is the Witcher... Uh, Terrible name, by the way. Geralt. Geralt. That's kind of cool. But yeah, he's a a witcher, which is basically like a monster hunter. Yeah. Um, There's very few of them like left in this sort of world. 
and it's just like following his adventures throughout the various like lands. Okay, and there, is there like several seasons of it? There's there's one season that they finished. Uh, they were in the middle of filming season two when COVID uh, fucked everything up. <laughs> so yeah, we have to wait until this is done before we can get. Season and how two. do you write Henry Cavill as the actor? Yeah, I think he's done a really good job. Yeah. Okay. I always found him quite stiff. You know, he played like. The yeah, super- I mean, yeah. Geralt's supposed to be a bit like stiff because he's. Well, so it kind of suits him. Yeah, like because the Witcher's supposed to not have much emotional um, reaction to stuff, and I think he portrays Geralt pretty well. <laughs> portrays no emotion. It's funny, like in the <laughs> Acting game, like you have no emotion. <laughs> in the game, it's like that, which kind of irks me. I'm like, I'm like playing it, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to do this thing now," and you're like, <laughs> I, I kind of like that though, because he's like uh, enough of a blank canvas that you can impart your own sort of uh, characteristics onto him. But yeah, as well, yeah. he's got like this. Um, sassy bit of like sarcasm to him where he just like says stuff that's like very it would like trigger most people if you were in that sort of modern instance. world yeah like he, he just says stuff so it's uh, a bit edgy a little bit yeah a bit edgy <laughs> just says like funny sexy. funny sarcastic things every now and then sexy show he's got a scar on his face you like that <laughs> why don't you get a scar on your face then alright just put one on there <laughs> <laughs> good look <laughs> Imagine just doing that for the look. I want to be more unique looking, just cut your face. <laughs> I mean, some people have that, like, guys have, like, eyebrow scars. I mean, presumably from, like, some reason, but... Yeah, you I think just do it on purpose. Like, body mods, like, inject stuff into your eye, like, colour your eyes you talk, and shit. Like, you talking about that lizard man? Yeah, like, did he, like, <laughs> split his tongue and then has... Can you pull up that lizard <laughs> man? Is, right. is he a crocodile man or a lizard man? Is it going to come yeah, out? He has a tongue split. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, it freaks me out, the tongue bit. Oh, whoa. I mean, Show it's... the lizard man on the camera and see if it works. Ah! <laughs> That's fucked. Yeah, that is weird. Does he have like... Um... Like put stuff in their skin, like yeah, right. insert And his shapes. teeth are like sharpened to be pointy. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, yeah. It's, I mean, it's very interesting, but then I wouldn't be keen for that. But, you know, <laughs> if that's what makes you happy, then, you know, whatever. You're more into, not... like, Jufro. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I'm into lots of money. Oh, shit. Bored. Oh, yeah. We've been watching, um, re-watching Deadwood. Great show. Mm. It's like old-timey cowboy. You oh, know, small town. Curb your Red Dead addiction. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. I tried to make her watch it last time. Boring, old-fashioned. Then she plays Red Dead. Now she's in, she understands. <laughs> the Gold Rush, the Pinkertons. Yeah, last time I tried the, to watch you know, it, I was like, era. oh, this is so boring. <laughs> it's just a bunch of dudes just talking about nothing. Nothing. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, snore. <laughs> now I can appreciate. Also, humor. season two, way more women storylines. Season two is a lot more there. about the women. which is Yeah, like, it's like they built yeah. into like what they figured out. The way to make their storylines work better. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Because in time. the first season they were pretty minimal. Because realistically, they had a less of a role in the business and everything, so they figured out a way to mm. do that. And, and they're all like kind of in. get, getting into business and stuff. Which yeah, like kind of empowering at that time. So Deadwood is um, great because they uh, talk like you know this weird old timey talk, and we're trying to like learn it and <laughs> how we can use it in our mm. our day to day life. So when we have to walk Penny now, we say. Would you care to take the air? Which means go have a walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to That's use cute. the terms. Also, <laughs> what's the, the insult that they have that we... Oh, yeah, they call um, the average 
person on the street, the hoople heads. So we've been using that for like dumb people. <laughs> and they're called Scandinavian square heads. There's all these weird old term racist terms that don't even like apply anymore. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> what do they they call like the Indians? They don't call them like a really racist term. They call them heathens, like because they believe in weird religion. Mm. So it's you know it's not really that offensive a term. Mm. I mean, I mean heathen, probably being it's still kind of like I guess nice. it's not nice, but I mean it's interesting that it, I it's don't know just, it's a different it's like term still that wouldn't be like seen that bad. Other, like yeah, of course. Like, well, that's what know. they were literally like fighting each other still. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Fighting for land. A lot of it's based on. Like actual history. Yeah, the history, it's a real town. It's yeah. the, they have like, um, you know, the old outlaws. It's the end of days, the outlaws. It's really cool. So, have you ever watched it? I haven't watched Deadwood. I reckon you would like it because the whole world, you can get into old time stuff. And yeah, yeah. I, I like the Western sort of stuff. I really mm. like True Grit. That's a good uh, good book and good sort of Oh, yeah, and they did the uh, film movie. and they were... Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the Coen Brothers one. Is it good? True Grit. Is it the newer one? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. It was only a few years That's, ago. Hmm. Yeah, the movie... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is that one. That's... Yeah, that one's pretty good. Cool. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's good learning about stuff and things. So Shan knows nothing about history. <laughs> so, like, it's funny to just, like, give her, like, a really obvious question. It's like, who freed the slaves? Doesn't know. I don't have a good memory. <laughs> Whenever I tried to learn history in school, I just couldn't take in the facts. I was like, it's just numbers and stuff. <laughs> in this date, such and such did this thing. And I'm like, oh, do I care? Not really. <laughs> I've been getting a lot more into history, especially like all the different YouTube channels that do like simplified histories or like they go into a specific topic about stuff and then um, yeah. can branch out into like other areas. And it makes it like entertainment so you can mm. absorb it easier. Yeah, and I find them really mm. neat. Like I've gone through a whole bunch of different random bits of history. I very much like the sort of World War One, World War Two era. Like it's very fascinating how all that's Have you seen um, together. Dan Carlin, Horrible Histories, that guy? Yeah, oh yeah, I loved Horrible Histories. Yeah, that's a good way to like, it's like palatable and you could use it for like teaching and stuff. It's yeah. like kind of fun. Yeah, I think my, I just find if it's given like a context and you can kind of like unpick history and like get into it it's cool it's just like the way they teach it in school it's just like it's very boring and it's basically just like remember the date so you mm. can answer the questions on yeah a test. it's like yeah. this sentence goes with this date and then you just memorize and you're like, it okay yeah. <laughs> yeah it's much better to understand why things happened and mm. have the context around it because like when we went to europe for our holiday and stuff um i learned quite a lot about sort of like the austrian like empire and like the whole thing around their royal family and how a great deal of basically what shaped World War One was because of like that sort of uh, royal family. Oh, cool. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. And it's good to see, like, learn about it when you're actually in the place because then you can get, like, a really in-depth, yeah. like, knowledge. Yeah, exactly. I think when you travel Europe, if it's ever open again, yeah. you'll like, learn more <laughs> from that because you'll be like, oh, what's this thing? And you'll, like, want to read it. You'll go Google it later and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really opens you up to that. Yeah. I remember going to, in Vienna, going to Mozart House. That was really cool. It was like, I had all the stuff about Mozart and his like life story. It's interesting to think of those times that like Beethoven and Mozart and that were like rock stars who like all the <laughs> girls wanted to date and like they were famous and they could go, yeah, you know, anywhere, like get free drinks. Musicians. And they were like, you know, the Rolling Stones of the time <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's pretty cool. 
They're in like the cravat and playing like posh piano music. <laughs> mm. Well, that's the only type of music they really had. They didn't have for, like that, or just like random flutes and drums. Yeah, and shit. yeah. yeah, like try like singing around the fire stuff, like little lute. Yeah, like, <laughs> troubadours and shit in the bars, Sweet. just playing mm. random little. Drums. And those accordions. What country is that from? Um, oh. Pretty sure it's like. I've always seen. I know they have a lot. It's a lot in uh, Italy and yeah, France. Oh yeah, Italy. Yeah, that's true. It seems but, like in Italian. Yeah, there's a specific name for it, and I forget what it's called. It starts with a B, I think. What the type of music? No, no, like the the in- historical instrument of that time. It's like a piano accordion, like the modern version of it. Yeah, it's called that. Origin it's like two things. Europe. That's helpful. <laughs> I think in Germany they use them as well. Yeah, I guess there's like yeah, different there's types a- too. Hmm. What about, very, have you been to Venice? Sounding. You been to Venice? Venice? No, no. I haven't. Oh, uh, like they do like the you know you go on the gondola ride. That's a classic tourist thing. They like sing like opera kind mm-hmm. of thing, and it echoes around all the things and like the the building narrow yeah alleyways of the you're on. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I don't know how like it, the training like do you have to go to just do singing lessons? Then like yeah, learn how to steer the boat. <laughs> like two totally different skills <laughs> that have to come together to be that guy. Don't they stand up and they like? Yeah, they like have a big stick and they like push off. That would be tiring. Yeah, they're I mean, it'd be really hard to <laughs> to basically push and steer a boat and play the piano accordion and sing. Oh, they don't have the accordion. It's just a cappella. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's X Factor audition one. Like hit every note you can. Also, I just think <laughs> it would be kind of awkward having that job because like. It's always like couples and stuff that go on these on the boats and it's all romantic and stuff. So you're just like third wheeling, like on a date, just like la 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 with your stick. It's kind of funny though, like if if you think about it, it's like you have, for your perspective, if it's just you there, it's super romantic. But then if you take (laughs) a bit of a step back and you look at it, there's like 50 other couples all doing (laughs) the same thing. It's it's so romantic and then you have another (laughs) couple that's passing the dudes like singing away. So it's like this cacophony of... Romantic Every singing. day for like <laughs> 400 years too. <laughs> and you feel like that old sort of like Italian dude that's like living on like the top floor of this like sinking building, mm. having to listen to that every day for like the last 30 years. Here comes another one. La, 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 la. And his wife mm. just died and he's just like, this is depressing. Okay, Charlotte, don't go too far. That would be sad. I'm just saying. It's like an anti-rom-com. Yeah. Make that your next script. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. Okay. So we're watching The Last Dance. So it's Jordan. It's the great Bulls team of the 90s. I grew up on it. I was alive then. Is it Michael Jordan playing Michael Jordan? Or is it someone else playing <laughs> Yeah, Michael? it's a documentary. So they're live, oh, okay. embedded with the team on The Last Dance. That the would be last season. <laughs> Just get like Space Jam Michael Jordan. <laughs> Danny DeVito is playing Michael Jordan. They all have to just like relive. Like, I mean, I would watch that. That sounds entertaining as fuck. I feel like Daniel Day-Lewis could somehow do it. He just got full blackface. <laughs> Jesus. I think he's just that good actor. You just believe it. Just being looking like him, but just in the red jersey. <laughs> he, could, he could be the, um, the coach. Phil. Yeah, Phil. Like, yeah, I don't know. He's like six foot eight as well. They're all giant. <laughs> you know, no actors at all enough to play basketball players. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, it's great. It's like really in depth. It shows all like the drama you didn't know about and the conflict and like how, what an f- absolute phenomenon uh, he was as like a personality as well. And the whole team were like just giant egos and how to manage that. And the coach is like a genius at do- like doing that, mm-hmm. dealing with these guys who are just like ultra alpha dudes and, you know, keeping them all as a team instead of 
combusting when everything's against them. Do you, you heard of Dennis Rodman before? No. He's like a crazy um, kind of like eccentric dude. He was a player and yeah, look him up. And he, he would like wear dresses, color his hair. He was like really alt. Oh, okay, yeah. He's yeah, got his... you've probably seen him before. Yeah. So he was like a wild man party guy. There was just the episode we watched the other day. Um, in the middle of the season, he just said he needed a vacation and he just <laughs> left for like four days. He was supposed to have 48 hours off just to deal with him because they would just manage his ego. Usually any other coach would be like, no, get fucked, no way. Yeah. So they let him, he goes to Vegas. Uh, after like four days, he hasn't appeared and they've got a game and Michael Jordan goes to his room and like, or his house or whatever and comes in and Carmen Electra is in bed with him like this hottest chick of the time. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I no, see. she was hiding. <laughs> yeah, she hid under the covers because <laughs> he was embarrassed that Michael Jordan was busting them. <laughs> just, just like the craziest stories like that. I just threw the whole thing. Mm. It's just fascinating. But yeah. um, what's your take, Sean, as a non-basketballer? Um, yeah, I don't get most of it because... <laughs> I don't. I try. I try and watch basketball, and I just don't get it. <laughs> um, it's not that complicated. No, I know, but I just tune out. <laughs> um, it's interesting. It's interesting seeing um, just how the whole thing works. Because obviously, when you're just watching basketball game, it's just about the game. But the doco shows like all of the stuff behind, like like pro sports and how it all works, and all the like management and all the press stuff they have to do and all that. How annoying would it be to, like, the thing with Jordan, he would get, like, asked because they were, like, wanting to know if he would retire or not and mm. he didn't want to say. And so just every interview, every day, every game at every stadium, it's like, oh, what about next year? What are you guys doing? Are you, is the team going to break up? Like, every time he'd have to yeah, answer the same thing. Very frustrating. And they just montage it, like, mm. the same thing. 40 microphones in his face, same dumb question. Yeah, they, like, they like charge up to him with microphones and cameras, like... I guess like most paparazzi media type. Yeah, I mean that is kind of a bit of a theme. Like a lot of the media stuff take like a specific phrase or a specific type of thing and they just keep using it over and over again. They just want the scoop if he actually says, yeah, I'm retiring. Then, Mm. you know, they've got... Yeah, but why do they think like if, say like a hundred times they ask him and he has the same response... (laughs) Why would you keep asking the same Because if he cracks, they think they can, uh, as a wall built, you know, break him down, you know, like a wall of the same question coming out. I know. Like, also, (laughs) yeah, I don't know, just come up with better questions. Maybe you could, like, if you're clever enough, you could kind of, like, side angle. They do, they rephrase it a million ways Mm. to try and get them to say something, and they they just never do. Yeah. But yeah, it's really interesting to, to look back. Uh, so he's obviously known as like the best of all time. He's actually quite a shit person. Mm. He also is not even happy. I don't like think, he's, he's not like a bad person, is he? He's just like a kind of a bit... He's like a really crazy, like artistically like, A-type personality. Yeah. Like he only enjoys winning. Is that the coach? No, no, Jordan as oh, a person. Okay. Like take it, wait, wait. The coach is chill as. He's actually a really interesting character. Mm-hmm. He was like teaching them Buddhism and stuff. Like, he's really open. But Jordan's just, like, have to win, have to do this, pushing everyone, like, basically, like, abusing his teammates to make, to bring them to his level, like, being so mean to them so they'll, like, not let him down so he can win. Mm. And just, like, every story here, like, that's off the record from people is, like, oh, I met him and he wouldn't sign his aut- my aut- the autograph or he wouldn't take a photo or he was rude or people, like, he didn't even tip good and he's, like, a billionaire <laughs> and, like, crazy shit that you would never think, mm. like, someone would do that, especially when they're, like, famous. 
he would like play golf against another player and he like trash talk them the whole time because he wants to win that mm. stupid one day of golf that mm. much because he's just so competitive he can't enjoy anything and even when you know you said it Sean too when you like seem like you're interviewed he just doesn't even seem happy now looking back on he's, like, he's like being the best player like- ever and he just still doesn't seem happy does he no and he's in this big mansion and he's <laughs> yeah, just like, like giant <laughs> mansion and he's just like like thinking back on the thing that happened like 15 years ago he's still annoyed about the bad things that happened and things that annoyed him he's still like yeah the fucking prick like he's just like can't let go of it it's crazy yeah it's a weird mentality i like um what pippin what's his name yeah scotty pippin was his sidekick uh second best player in the team great player you liked him because he was like better backstory right yeah, he has a good backstory. He's like nice. He's he's like the quiet achiever. You know, he seems like he's pretty. You happy. See yourself in Scotty Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also he's just he just seems nice. You know, in his interviews, he's just like a nice man. He has like a nice deep voice, is like calm and like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice deep voice. <laughs> that's he is cute. He's just like that's yeah. That's just my take yeah, but yeah. anyway, I just, I just, then that's the most fascinating thing to me as a psychology thing is like, how can you be the best person at a thing undeniably all the time and just still not be satisfied or happy? I don't know. It makes sense to me because, like, I, <laughs> that's how he got that good kind of thing. It's like a paradox. Kind of, yeah. Like, you're never satisfied with your achievement. Like, you're always striving to be better. And it's like that ultimate goal of trying to always be the best or always be better. You're never really allowed to be content Mm. Mm. because if he was just satisfied like he's like oh i've won a few years in a row like this is pretty cool then he would have stopped yeah and he's like oh whatever you know like but at some point he did they won six six total three the last three in Mm. a row again he could have just gone one more year why didn't he stop it's interesting that at the time he could stop Mm. and be like no i'm actually gonna because he was so sick of all the other stuff around around it yeah. yeah that's what a lot of them said like we love playing the game we hate everything else that's why we get millions of dollars to deal with like bullshit stuff mm. yeah that was, like, that was oh, a rodman quote it was really yeah, he's like oh well we would play for free but yeah but it's all the other shit yeah. yeah that's really interesting well, they would have to do a lot of stuff that's like really annoying and mm-hmm. boring and stuff <laughs> <laughs> like what i don't know like getting interviewed all the yeah, time and commitments and, like, like having to do press being stuff forced and, to do like bullshit yeah, like advertising things and, and stuff. stuff yeah yeah i guess some people probably think that's really cool. I don't know. <laughs> you probably think it's cool, like when you like first come in and you're like, "Oh, I'm kind of famous," and then you get sick of it. Probably like, yeah, real quick. yeah. Yeah, I guess like after like you've done like your fiftieth fucking um, serial ad or something, like, <laughs> or yeah. sign like a thousand autographs one day, and you just got like a sore wrist, and you're like, "I'm gonna play tomorrow." I mean, yeah. obviously they get paid so much. So yeah, like, of course. Oh, 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 but like, <laughs> yeah. but it is. I get why like, it's like not what they actually want to do. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird thing. Yeah, which I guess that's fair enough if you're not getting to do the thing that you actually want to do and most of the time you spend mm. is doing all these other things like that would be get like tedious and annoying mm. yeah. so that's like most things that people are passionate about that turn them into a job like you end up doing stuff it's like we do with film that, it takes so much yeah. work to get to just know, shooting the thing and be like oh spend, it's good now spend a few days on set but you spend like months beforehand trying to like line mm-hmm. everything up and then you spend weeks and months afterwards <laughs> trying to make sure it doesn't fall apart in the post production and yeah. stuff yeah just for that fucking half hour clip or whatever mm. Mm. It's like everything. I don't think there's any one thing where you can just completely like get exactly what you want and have no like negative. Yeah, I think that's what film is to us is that like unending 
chase of like perfection of like the next thing will be better and you know slicker and funnier and whatever it is like we want to always do that that's what drives all of us so I guess we have to somewhat get Jordan's <laughs> like philosophy well, it's like sometimes you have like a terrible film shoot and you're like that was horrible I hate this I don't want to do this anymore this sucks and then like two weeks later you're like oh okay <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah. Like, like when you're exhausted, even if you're a good one, but you're just like, you oh, just I'm kind dead. Of forget and then about like, you, and then you're like, oh, it actually is pretty fun. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it's, just me. It's like addictive, hey? You're yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna relax for a bit, and then I'm just like, next idea. I'm just like <laughs> in my head the next day. I can't resist it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Shana, you're gonna be the Scotty Pippen of the film industry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad. That's not a bad comparison to be. So you want two of your family members to end up in wheelchairs? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> commitment there. No. Whatever has to happen for the journey. Also, he got really screwed over with his contract. Yeah, so you want to be underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I can't believe that they couldn't just change it. To me, that they just could. seems they so... They just didn't want to give millions of dollars away for no reason. It's what kind so of business horrible. gives away money? Mm. So what happened was he, he agreed to like this long-term contract mm. that at the time seemed like good money. And then the, all the team kind of came up and all the people like Michael Jordan and the other players were getting way, paid way more on their contracts. Oh, okay. And he couldn't get out of it? Like, and he couldn't mm. get out of it. Because he signed contract. like a long deal. And then every, every year the league was getting way more successful. So then the salary cap would go up. So people uh, on like one or two year contracts would just get a better one every two years or, and he was on like an eight year contract or something uh, stupid. Shit. So yeah. you couldn't just like get it renegotiated. So they were getting paid like yearly more than he was for these whole they thing. They just wouldn't the do end. it. Fuck. Yeah. But then once he, uh, once he reached that eight years, is that when he retired? Or was no, he, yeah, he went to like another team to get a big payout to do uh, like okay. a few more years to make big money because the NBA had, made, had become so much bigger and more mm. successful. Yeah. Basically because of that team and Jordan. Yeah. Like it was like what drove the, to the next like financial level, basically. It's such a marketable mm. thing. He a literally superstar. like decided, he like planned a surgery for one of his injuries, like right when they had a season, just because he was like, wanted to screw them over. Yeah, it's pissed off the, the owner. There's like a big rivalry between this little short, fat owner <laughs> who's like an egomaniac and they're like the players. And so Pippen was like injured and he's like, didn't do his surgery. At the end of the season, he like had his whole summer break of fun, and then he had his surgery like right at the start of the season. And the guy's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and the whole team are like, "You're a dickhead." And Jordan was like real angry at him, but it was like a tactic to like piss them off to try and make them pay him more. Yeah, yeah. What's that guy? What's the um, manager guy's name? Jerry Krause. Oh yeah. They really don't paint him very nicely. Yeah, he's like the villain of the story, and he's dead, so he can't defend himself, which is kind of a bit unfair. Oh. So they only have old That's interviews. That's why he's not in the footage. Yeah, and then you want interviews, yeah. That's a bit unfair. They're like, yeah. let's just blame everything. <laughs> just blame the dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> just make Phil look really good. You have to have a bad guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, true. Like Tiger King makes Carol the bad guy, even though they're all pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. We'll see how it unfolds. It comes yeah, out so it's, every week. Yeah, yeah, it's weekly, which is weird. You know, they're trying to like have that culture of everyone watching at the same time. So yeah, which I mean, I guess they can do because everyone's that's what, Yeah, everyone's <laughs> home and like, what else are you going to do? Yeah, so it's on Netflix or uh, if you have Foxtel on ESPN, so you can watch it either way. And so, yeah, when it's happening, like people are like all over, you know, the world are like live tweeting about it and stuff. It's really interesting because there's hardly any of those 
you know, TV events left since like Game of Thrones ended. Yeah. It's probably the mm. next one where mm. it's actually been like people live interacting about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that putting it out weekly kind of makes that possible. Mm, so they do if- two every week, so there's six left. This has been two weeks already. Mm. So we'll have to do like talk about it when it ends. Wait, again. six weeks left? Six apps, three weeks, I guess. Okay, right, yeah. yeah. Six yeah. hours of footage yeah. left. Hmm. Anything else we want to talk about? I think I'm talked out. My throat hurts out. <laughs> COVID. You guys want to make out? Sure, why not? <laughs>